0: What's happening, everybody? This is Ryan here. I am going to do a very special podcast episode today. And yes, don't fear the beard if you're watching me on YouTube. One of the things that just got released, and this is a very special episode, is the new Dev Day that OpenAI did. And it's mind-blowing, some of the things that are coming out, because it's going to be a goldmine for non-development-orientated entrepreneurs. How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions and this show is the answer. So excited to have you with me on this show. It is brought to you today by Superhuman Revenue, which is a performance newsletter that I created that essentially has all the top cheat sheets, codes, tips, as well as latest news and happenings in the AI space. It's been growing massively over the last few months. i uh, been blown away with some of the things that we've been able to include in there. So feel free to check it out. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, and then at the same time, let's get into it, okay? So today, I'm going to go over this episode where I normally don't do like product update episodes or anything like that. However, I think it's going to have a massive, massive impact on... Everything Right. In terms of business. And this is one of those things that I've seen coming for a while. I've heard rumblings of it all the way back in, I think, February, where there was murmurs about multimodality in terms of AI. So that's effectively everything from vision, uh, text to speech, writing, all kind of combined into one in voice. And so. I'm going to break down like what's happening and then the impact that I see it's going to make. And so there's like three core, I should say, takeaways that I kind of had. There's actually many more, but that I wanted to share with you today from that OpenAI Dev Day that that happened as of this recording. This was last week, because these are, I think, life-changing developments that are happening for not just people that have created companies, but for everybody out there. And so I wanted to share this with you Because it's it's I think that impactful. So the first thing that's coming up is there's going to be a GPT store. Okay, so if you look at the app store that Apple has, it creates 1.1 trillion dollars annually. Okay, 1.1 trillion dollars annually. And you know what these what this GPT store is is effectively it's a way where you could leverage OpenAI and and create almost like an AI app if you think of it that way or an AI assistant if you will that can be created very, very easily uh, combining domain expertise with leveraging their platform. Okay. And so some of the examples they gave were like a tech advisor, a negotiator, a creative writing coach. And so those are examples of GPTs that they share, which are effectively like iStore, or I should say Apple apps, right? So what's going to happen is people... This isn't released yet, because I I went on there as soon as it's open and there's only a small beta that's happening. And effectively, this is going to be done in the B2C consumer interface. So like you can literally go on and create your own GPT like that, right? And it doesn't take long. uh, So there's going to be a lot of crap out there. They're talking about revenue sharing though, for the top, the ones that do the best are going to have a leaderboard and all those kind of areas. So it sounds like they're gamifying it. So why I wanted to bring that one up specifically is because you're going to see a flood of basically folks that have amazing domain expertise, but not the coding expertise, creating solutions for other people in this world. Okay. Think about that. That's the number one barrier that I've seen with a lot of entrepreneurs or folks that want to do their own thing is creating their own special, special I should say, like AI tool, but don't know how to code. So this is knocking down those those barriers. Okay. So that's, that's step one. Um, the first one. The second one is there's actually GPT got an upgrade as well. And so They made it, quote unquote, multimodal. And what that means is now you don't have to go through all the different examples of like the different settings. So before they had Dolly, which was the image generation, that was separate. You had voice to text separate. You had um, on top of it, too, code interpreter separate. Now, effectively, what it is, is like you identify what you need and then it'll use the right AI tool for that. So that's really game changing, and, and they released ChatGPT for Turbo. The other thing that's amazing about it is it's it's expanded the context. Okay, so one of the massive benefits that Claude had from Anthropic, which is basically invested in by Google and Amazon, I think close to two to seven billion dollars, is now basically G- GPT has the ability to ingest up to three hundred pages of a document. Okay, so that's like three hundred pages of a book because of the context window. So. What that means is a couple things is that's gonna create like an insane opportunity for people to upload big docs that wasn't available before. Uh so that's game changing because if you look at research papers, large like product documentation, other areas that can be uploaded instantly. Okay. Uh the other thing is it works a lot faster. And one of the things that's that's critical about it that many were pointing to as a flaw with GPT is that it's now bringing you world events up to April 2023 of this year. Okay, so it's fairly recent, not real-time recent, but barely recent, okay? And then the last but not least is one that I'm super excited about. So if you look at the foundation of where AI is going, it started off with, or I should say, the chat GPT evolution. And the AI large language models like Bard and Claude is it starts off with like at the very base, like a prompt layer, right? Like the folks that know how to use prompts were very like had light years advantages among other people. And that's one of the things that I jumped on and have been leveraging specifically not just in my for the sales AI accelerator that I created for folks, but also in my business and everything that I do. And so foundationally, that I think is like the core element of what everything else is built on. So if you don't you know, understand how to use prompts and then at the same time fine tuning, which I'm not gonna get into, that's more for specific like, development. What happens is the next level up are gonna be what, I'm, what I thought <clears throat> are gonna be effectively, there's the multimodal capability. So it started to expand, it wasn't just text, it was like vision, it was also creating images, it was voice to text. So that's like the next evolution. So it's like, okay, now it's not just writing and and putting this out or typing and leveraging this, right? Now it's all these other areas where it could see, it could hear, it could analyze large docs. And so that's the next phase. The third phase of what I see happening, and this is coming down the pipe very fast, are autonomous agents, okay? What ChatGPT or OpenAI calls it is assistance. And the real interesting thing about it is, they are knocking down the walls to make autonomous agents very easy to build. Okay, And they're calling them assistants, I think, because it's a less imposing term. So if you look at that, these assistants, what they are is basically developers can build agent-like experiences within their own applications. Okay? And so like if you look at agents, there was a, a model called MetaGPT. And MetaGPT was effectively a whole outsourced software development department where it had these agents or these assistants effectively with different roles. One would be quality assurance, one would be coding, one would be the manager. So think of like all these different roles that these AI agents are acting in to create the unified goal of creating a software product just by typing in text to prop or I should say text to to basically software, right? So what they've done is they've included it, and they have an assistance API, which I actually went in. The day it was released, built my own assistant in probably 10 minutes, OK? That's how crazy it is. And the, the, the other thing that I think is absolutely wild is these assistants have access to multiple tools as needed. So they can leverage Code Interpreter, which is effectively like a data scientist. It can write Python code, OK? Um, on top of it, too, there's retrieval. And what Retrieval does is it allows them to go outside the model, such as proprietary domain data, or it could be product information and documents. So you don't need to really have embeddings in your documents, and you could effectively upload a certain portion of it. I think there's about a, a five megabyte, 500 megabyte limit as of right now. I imagine that's going to expand in the future. And on the same time, you could also look at things on the web, right? So like you could look at and call different areas in the web in real time. Uh, and then at the same time, what it does, uh, it lets you create different functional responses in the images. So why this is critical and then the other thing the API has is it connects to vision and it gives you the ability to do code interpreter and voice to text as well. So if you look at this from a big picture perspective, not only, so there's basically like an AI app store that's happening. That's one. Two, there's this They've created a faster model can just large amounts of data and operate way faster uh, that's all-in-one, right? So you don't need to segment what you're doing. And then last but not least, they're enabling folks to make assistance very simply and easy, leveraging all those tools with code interpreter and retrieval. And so why I wanted to share this to you or why I think this is absolutely critical is because what you're going to start seeing is this next evolution of agents or assistants, or even GPTs being leveraged, right? So you're going to have the business-to-consumer model, which is the the effectively enabling folks just to go into ChatGPT and create their own GPT assistant, or as to say, GPT, right? And then you have the API, which is what the developers could go to and create these autonomous assistants. So we're hitting it on two ends here. We're hitting it basically on. The business-to-consumer model where OpenAI is enabling every single person to be able to leverage this, right? And basically any any Tom, Dick, and Harry to create a GPT. And then on the developer side, they're knocking down the walls of the complexity to create that. So what's going to happen, in my opinion, is there's going to be explosion of use cases in that GPT store, if you will. And then at the same time, there's going to be explosion of autonomous agents that are created because the barriers are getting knocked down for that, all right? So this is like super exciting and wild and crazy at the same time. The other thing, you know, that I always put on is I always give you the positive and the negative, right? I want to be like completely transparent with you on what I see. Uh, one of the things that I think this, this will be life-changing is once people create really good agents, they'll be able to, you'll just be able to dictate the outcome and it'll be able to execute multiple different components of work. Okay. So if we're looking at that specifically in terms of revenue, One of the things that it could do is effectively say, okay, I want you to go in HubSpot, pull our top 200 customers. I want you to write a five email sequence. That's a nurture sequence, thanking them for being uh, a part of our our customer base, uh, especially around the holidays and hit X, Y, Z. And I want you to pull uh, basically memes. I want you to pull in other areas in there, notes from the tool so that it's personalized from the CRM tool and effectively send that out, okay? Provide a draft, put that all together and then set that up, okay? So to leverage HubSpot by itself to do a marketing email, uh, I believe it's about 20 clicks. So imagine being able to verbally dictate this or type this out and have this orchestrated and stitched together and then executed and then come back to you with the results and the metrics of what happened. Okay, that's what I see happening with this in this space. And this is only one example, right? This isn't all these other examples that you have in terms of like how it's going to affect work, how it's going to affect people's jobs. And so once again, like I want to be on the front of this. I am going to start working with this more and more and getting integrated into this so I could share with you what's happening in real time. Now, here's what I would say is the GPTs are in beta right now. Assistants are enabled for developers. So there's some of this that's already in play. GPT-4 is live. uh, Turbo, I should say, GPT-4 Turbo is live. So you can check that out instantly. The interface is a little bit slicker, a little bit smoother. So like that's everything that's happening, which is wild. And this is all in one day. Now, Sam Altman gave some amazing demos of what's possible and he had someone on his team do it where effectively they created an app in real time where they could look at where they were going identify all the restaurants around it, pull up recommendations. and I think it even like scheduled a reservation. So like these are, this is where this is all heading to. And this is why I've been talking about like how big of an opportunity is and how much things and how fast they're changing, because we're going from people typing in text to creating amazing outcomes to people typing in text and creating software. Okay. Or people typing in text and creating full blown AI assistance. All right, so it's exciting and a little, I mean, it's a little scary at the same time. I'm not going to lie. So, wanted to share this with you because, like I said, this was like a game changing announcement that happened. And I went through, watched the whole keynote speech and everything. So, wanted to share this with you though, because you're my people. You listen to this, check this show out. Let me know what you think about it. I could do more real time updates like this. But feel free to shoot me a note, drop me a note on LinkedIn if you heard this. i um, real happy that you're part of my community and checking this out. And I will see you all on the next episode. Thank you for checking out The Scale Up Show. My mission in life is to help founders and revenue leaders avoid all the pain and suffering